Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler in for Zach Gelb, our number three of this three-hour affair. You can expect Zach tomorrow and expect me back in the... What is it? Overnight? What what show do I have? The night shift? Not a, no. Amy Lawrence is overnight. What do I do? Late nights. Hybrid. Late nights? Yeah. Okay. Late night. But if you're in the Pacific time, it's evening. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I don't like time zones. I've talked about that. I. It's very confusing. Um, very confusing. Uh, but I am typically on now. I, <laughs> for two weeks, I have been at least. Uh, from 10 p.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. 2 a.m. Oh, that'd be tough. To 2 a.m. Eastern uh, Pacific. That would be 7 Pacific at night to 11 Pacific at night. So uh, good to be here for Zach today and back in the afternoon for a bit. Going to have a free evening. Uh, I think the family wants to do something with that free evening. Daddy kind of just wants to, you know, play Madden all night with his free time, but I, I we'll see. We'll, we'll see how the night plays out tonight. Um, I started a franchise with the Arizona Cardinals, and I don't know if it's just me or if it's the quarterback, but Kyler Murray sure does throw a lot of interceptions and fumbles the football a lot. I think it's me. I think it's me, but I want to play that tonight, so maybe we'll get there. Um, but when I play Madden, hey, no pressure. I can just reset. I can just turn it off. If I'm losing, which I will do, I have no shame to do that. I, to do that, I will do that. These teams in the playoffs, some of them have pressure, some don't. One I think did, and now doesn't, which makes them even more scarier. I think you can kind of follow me on that one. At least that's where I look at it. But I, I think that as a fan, and and I'll bring up my experience. I think that's healthy. I think it's good to know the people that you're listening to on the radio, it's good to know that they actually like sports. I think too many people pretend that, well, I don't have a favorite team. Well, yeah, you do, though. Just tell us. Mine's the Green Bay Packers. How many times did I watch Aaron Rodgers lead a team into the playoffs where it looked like the Packers were the favorite, and then the Giants came in and upset them, or the Niners beat them? The Niners have never lost Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay Packer quarterbacks, not Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, are 4-1 and one against San Francisco. Aaron Rodgers is 0-4. Can't beat him. Cannot beat him. So, will Jordan Love turn that trend? We'll see. But again, there's no pressure on the Packers. I mean, once you get to this point, 
this is what was interesting about that Packers Dallas game is there was no pressure on the Packers. And then so fans can come into it a little bit more like, oh, this is crazy. We're in the playoffs. It's not going to like crush me for years. I'm there's some playoff losses I'm still not over. I'm not over when they lost in 2014 to Seattle. I actually think that's the second time I brought it up just today. I'm not over when they lost to the Buccaneers in 2020. The COVID year, as we deem it. I'm not sure. I'm not over that. But when the Packers went up 27 nothing, it's like everybody that I text during these games, when we text each other, all right, yeah, we we uh we can't lose this game now. It would be catastrophic. If we lose this football game, you absolutely cannot do it after this lead. That's why even when they were still up big, 16 points at the end, I was still pacing with a minute to go. You never know. You never know. You never know. But I don't think the uh, the Packers have a lot of pressure still going into San Francisco, the one seed this weekend. They're a 10-point favorite. So I present to you my playoff pressure meter. And the beginning of the meter is playing with house money. And the end of the meter will be absolute pressure cooker. And I think there's actually a lot of teams that are playing with house money. In fact, probably more so than that have the pressure. There's a lot of pressure-free teams in the playoffs right now, which is why I think we're going to be in for a good round. I know some of the... Um, I know some of the, uh, great graphic, by the way, on the YouTube, it's, it's a, it's a pressure meter and it says playoff pressure meter. And I just noticed it and it's very sharp. You can find us on YouTube, by the way, uh, for free. Also the Odyssey app for free. And I do think that that's one thing that I've been talking about, uh, on the late night show is why people were so upset that there was a football game on Peacock because it cost you five ninety nine, and I always grew up thinking you have to pay for entertainment, but then the Odyssey app came along for free, free to download, free to listen to, and that kind of completely changed the game. So I get it. You're used to getting your entertainment for free. I get it. I get it. Thanks to Odyssey. Um, So who's got the least amount of pressure? The least amount of pressure goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Absolutely. Like you couldn't have less pressure than Tampa Bay. I bet you if you ask normal fans who watch the playoffs, okay, and they try, they like, if you, if you get a person on the street or, you know, those 30-second things in the middle of a halftime game in an NBA game, and they say, name all, eight, name all eight teams in the playoffs in 30 seconds. I bet you, under pressure, a lot of people will forget that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are even here, which isn't a bad thing. It's a good spot to be in. House money is a good spot to be in. The Buccaneers won a Super Bowl a few years ago with many of these guys. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I think, I don't think there's a lot of pressure on him. He's done enough where it looks like Tampa Bay is going to want him back. And, you know, maybe he has rejuvenated his career or at least finally found the place he was looking for. Um, They just played an Eagles team who, I mean, was a free square in these playoffs. And, yeah, they're on the road. They're on the road. I don't think they've got any pressure at all. House money stacked. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the least amount of pressure of any team, which is saying a lot because there's a lot of teams that I don't think have any pressure. Um, All right, so we'll go from eight to one. So Buccaneers eight, number seven, the Houston Texans. 
how on earth could they have any pressure at all? Maybe last week they did. You know, I nobody expected them to win the AFC South. Nobody expected the AFC South to come down to the final week like in a good way. That division was Jacksonville's and then nobody else. Like Jacksonville, I think I might have predicted somewhere, I think I might have predicted Jacksonville to win that division at 8-9, and nine, which was going to be still three or four games above second place because that division was bad. At least that was the perception. The Colts, somehow the Colts did very well. Uh, obviously, Jacksonville was doing good before they collapsed even harder than the Eagles. Um, the Titans didn't have a great year, and there's changes coming there for sure. But Houston gets in on the final weekend. C.J. Stroud, we got our guy. I mean, it's a big part of this. They wanted to know at the beginning of the season, was C.J. Stroud the guy? And the answer is yes. The Carolina Panthers want to know, is Bryce Young the guy? They don't know yet. The Bears wanted to know, is Justin Fields the guy? They don't know yet. The Steelers, too. Kenny Pickett, is he the guy? Some of these seasons were, are these is the guy the guy? And they don't quite know. And when you get benched for Mason Rudolph, uh, maybe that answers your question. But the Texans have no pressure. No pressure whatsoever. Going into Baltimore, on the road. You've done what you needed to do. You've you've advanced beyond your wildest years. No pressure. I think the Green Bay Packers still have very little pressure, if any. You're still on house money. You're on house money. Now, you might get some fans saying, hey, there's some comparisons to the year they won the Super Bowl. And the Niners, the, the reason I put the Packers ahead of these other teams is because the 49ers have had your number over the last 10 years. And it would be nice to break that. It would be nice to get out of that. And also, Matt LaFleur might be feeling a little bit of pressure since he's been the coach for these games. And it's notable that he is friends with Kyle Shanahan, that he and Robert Sala and Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, they've all, they're all attached in the same circle. And when Matt LaFleur usually coaches against his friends, um, he gets beat. And for a while, his brother Mike was with San Francisco, and then he, they would just beat up on him. So I think that Matt LaFleur, the Packers head coach, could be feeling a little bit of pressure. Other than that, you got Jordan Love, you got your guy, you got a defense who's playing above their skis. You didn't think it would get to this point. You're in the divisional round. I mean, this team was two and five. This team was three and six. This team looked like they were going to make the playoffs and then lost to Tommy DeVito. Remember, guys, remember Tommy DeVito? Remember the two weeks where Tommy DeVito was good and somehow that meant that everyone could just run wild with Italian stereotypes? Because the DeVito family was doing it, which is a 10 to 12% Italian American on my mom's side. Um, I'm, I, that did offend me. I feel like a lot of people kind of ran with that because it's like, oh, you can't say anything about anything anymore, which is probably good. But if the Italians are making fun of themselves, then we can make fun of them too. And as an Italian, let me just tell you deep down, sincerely, I'd like to say, I was a very offended. That was very, very much so. Is that, I'm Italian. Thanks for the laugh track. I couldn't help myself, man. Was well, I was awesome. trying to sound sincere and then uh, hit you with the Italian. 
My my great grandpa was off the boat. And my secret theory is that the DeVitos aren't really Italian. That they're just pretending. So Packers, no pressure. That's where I was that's where I was going with that. Uh the next team with little pressure. How about this one? And they actually might have the most house money of all. The Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. They had the most pressure last weekend, more so than Dallas, more so than Philly. They had the most pressure. This was 30 years in the making. Fans were ready, too. Fans were ready. Remember that Browns game a few years ago where they had lost like 17 in a row, and it was a Thursday night, I believe, against the Jets, and the fans, they just felt like, okay, tonight's going to be the night. We just know we're going to win, and they did, and this was like that. Lions fans came because they knew. They knew they were going to win. And it still went down to the bitter end, but they knew they were going to get it done. And it was against Matt Stafford, of all people. And I thought the pressure might get to Jared Goff. Because when Matt Stafford was back, yeah, he's looking at all these Detroit fans who adore him, or at least did. They booed him a little bit. But when he's looking at across the sideline, he doesn't see much of his old teammates. He doesn't see his old coach. Uh, coach Jared Goff still did. Sean McVay. So I think there was a lot of pressure, but they got through it. And now... Now they can play loose. Now they can play free. I think Buccaneers, Lions, over. I think the spread is closer than it might be. Was it six or something? Over. Hit the over. These teams are going to play loose. They are going to play free. They are going to just play and have fun and enjoy. They're just going to enjoy the game. I think there's very little pressure on the Detroit Lions, which to me, because they're at home, because they're so good, might have might be the scariest team left because there's no pressure. And how about that? That whole reporting as eligible thing back a few weeks ago, it all worked out. Dallas lost. Detroit won. Detroit gets to host a home game now without the pressure. Um, then the top four. So those are the bottom four. The top four. We're going to go Kansas City Chiefs which they are a road team, so this is the only road team in the top four because I bumped the Lions down. The Chiefs, I think the Chiefs don't have a lot of pressure because they've won a bunch last year. It doesn't feel last righty. You know, the the Kelsey thing to it, how long do we have for Jason? Looks like he's going to retire with the Eagles. How long do we have with Travis? But Mahomes will be there. Andy Reid will be there. I think this year they can look at it and say, look, there were some games we could have won, should have won. We got to upgrade at receiver. We know what to do. We'll be back um, next year, and it'll be just fine. There's still a dark horse scenario where the Chiefs still somehow host the AFC Championship game. If the Texans win and they win, I don't like that. Tired of seeing them there. But I don't think there's a lot of pressure on the Chiefs. You want to go into Buffalo, you want to win. This is your first road game, so there's a little bit of can they win on the road. But ultimately, I don't think it's going to tarnish anything for previous years or for future years. So they're fourth, they're ahead, but they're in the top half. But I I don't know how much pressure there is. The Niners have a lot of pressure, so I put them at three. I'm ranking teams in order of how much pressure they have. Buccaneers, eight. Texans, seven. Packers, six. Lions, I put at five. Chiefs, four. Niners, three. I don't think the Niners have as much pressure as these other two teams, but there is some pressure there. There's pressure on Brock Purdy. He's got to play well. There's pressure on San Francisco because they have won a lot over the last 30 years. They're in the Super Bowl a couple of times. 
but they haven't won a Super Bowl since the 94 season. So there's certainly pressure on them. Uh, and then I would put the Ravens at two. Ravens have some pressure. They've won under John Harbaugh, but Lamar Jackson's one and three in the playoffs. And Lamar Jackson should be the MVP. The Ravens were my Super Bowl pick coming into this thing. I think they can win in any condition, any weather, any element, any stadium. I think the Ravens have the best team. But there's one team with more pressure than anybody. And it's the Buffalo Bills. And it shouldn't be that way, maybe, but it is. And part of that is because of who you're playing this weekend. You're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs have knocked you out of the playoffs two of the last three years. And this season looked lost for you at times. So you could you could say house money, right? You could say house money. Then an article comes out about some weird stuff Sean McDermott had said six years ago. And it's like, oh, no, how's the team going to respond? Weirdly, they haven't lost since. But now you've got to play the Chiefs. And now it's in your place. So I would say that overall, the Ravens and the Niners might have more pressure. As a team, you could convince me the Niners are at the top. The Ravens, though, I think the Lamar thing, him being 1-3 in in the playoffs, uh, is part of it. But the Bills, because they're playing the Chiefs this weekend at home, have the most pressure. This has been your team that's knocked you out, and now you get them at home. There's sometimes... You know, I'll invoke my Packer fandom again. Man, when the Packers were good in the 90s, they would go to Dallas every year and they would lose. Which is crazy now, because now the Packers always beat Dallas. But in the 90s, they would always lose. They'd always go to Dallas and lose. And when the Packers got the top seed in 96, Packer fans were actually mad that Dallas lost in the playoffs to Carolina because they wanted Dallas to come to Green Bay because they wanted to finish the story, credit Cody Rhodes, by beating that enemy at home. Kind of like what I referred to earlier we, we like the Michael Jordan story so much because he beat the Pistons, gets by the Pistons, and finally erases that, gets past them in the East. So I think that the Bills, and maybe it'll change after next week, but for this weekend, the Bills have the most pressure. We'll talk more about that. Get the guy's reaction, 855-212-4227. The pressure playoff meter. Or did I call it playoff pressure meter? Either way, that's what it, we're at right now. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS Sports Radio. My name is Bart Winkler. In for Zach today. Thanks for being along with us. I've just unveiled the playoff pressure gauge meter. We're, we're, We're name shopping. We're workshopping a name. I think I'm going to go with Bart's Barometer. Ah, alliteration. There's nothing like it, especially in this business, when you can do alliteration. Bart's Barometer. Oh, it's beautiful. When I do guest hits on different places, they're like, well, what day of the week should we have you on? And I go, any day of the week. Let's, let's, I'm free. And they say, what about Wednesday? And I say, why? And they say, because of your last name. I go, my last name's Winkler. What? The, oh, Winkler Wednesdays. It's like, can't we just do a hit on a different? Nope. Winkler Wednesdays. And today is a Wednesday. Look at that. Bart's barometer on a Winkler Wednesday. Can we just call it Winky Wednesday? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I don't like, I'm very, I, I'm not. I'm not particular. This is probably not the time or place, but whatever. I'm not particular about my name. I've been called a lot of things. Um, I do kind of get upset when I get called Bert. I don't like. I don't mind Bort from The Simpsons. Bert, I kind of don't like. Um, I'm not Bartholomew either. I'm just Bart. I'm not just Bart. Bart's a strong name of itself. But I don't like Winky. Wink. I don't like Winky or Wink. Winks is fine. But when people call me like Wink, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't like it. I don't like it. So, uh, no. Maybe it has something to do with, uh, well, I don't know. I don't like it. So, strike that from the record. Okay. Well, there is a name and a word that I hate. It begins with M as in Michael and ends with an O-I-S-T. I find the word to be deplorable and disgusting. And yet that has become my nickname. So, you know, sometimes the nicknames you get are not the nicknames you choose. Why, do, why does everyone hate that word? I don't know, but it makes me want to vomit every time I hear it. Well, then I won't say it. I could be a jerk and say it, but I won't. I won't. I won't say it. And this is typically when I do a little. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to say. It. I'm. Not, I'm really am tempted now to say it, but I won't. Instead, maybe Johnny in Pittsburgh wants to say it, or he wants to talk about my pressure meter eight five five two one two four two two seven. I'll remind people I ranked the teams in terms of least amount of pressure to most. Close, close. Buccaneers 8, Texans 7, Packers 6, Lions 5, Chiefs 4, Niners 3, Ravens 2, Bills, I believe, are at number 1. Johnny is in Pittsburgh. What's up, Johnny? What's up, roadie named Bart? If you get the Tom Petty reference there. Um, I don't know if you've heard that song. And also, I will not say the N-word because my wife hates that word. Now she sees listening, but um, I will not do that to you guys. Um, yeah, transplant to Pittsburgh, lifelong Bills fan. 
Uh, I was there as a kid suffering through, I mean, enjoying the 90s, but also suffering through the Super Bowls. Uh, I was in Miami. It was also snowed in in Buffalo last week. Um, there's an air of optimism this year. There's an air of total pressure this year. Uh, the, the, the team will not be the same next year. There's a lot of cap space issues. Um, but I will tell you this. You hit the nail on the head. This is, I think, the most pressure. However, um, Josh Allen is, is, is literally playing out of, out of his skull right now. And, and I will say that he is a leader, um, not just a quarterback. He is a field leader and a locker room leader. And I, I would dare say if the Eagles had that presence this year in the locker room and off, uh, to dispel some of the, you know, the drama, the dramas, I call it. They probably wouldn't be in this situation, but that's who he is. He's putting the team on his shoulders. I am a little bit worried about the skeletons in the closet that are the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but I, 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 I think this will be a low-scoring affair, but there is something about this team. I don't want to keep going back to the Giants, the wildcard Giants. that got hot at the right time. Uh, but I feel that way th- with this team. They're getting hot at the right time. There's a lot of confidence. There's a lot of puck luck, if you will, going in their favor. And they got Josh Allen. And they're playing at home. So I, I think this is the year we overcome it. I've never said that ever in my past, but I think this is the year we win the Super Bowl. Well, you're just, and now you're adding pressure. You've just added pressure. Johnny, thanks for the call. So better. I-, I feel so much better. All right. Well, hey, I'm rooting for you. Um, I like to see um, when people overcome their obstacles, and this is a big one. And that's what's interesting about the Bills is any time that I talked about the Bills in the offseason, I didn't get the narrative. I did not get the narrative. The narrative was the window had closed. Not is closing, but had closed. I don't think it had closed. Well, now, after this year, it might close. Johnny had to have a good week being in Pittsburgh, Steelers fans, game getting moved around, governor governor talking at you, saying you probably wanted the game moved. You don't want to come here anyway. And then, you know, the Bills got blown. I thought, what is it, George Pickens tried to say we're playing the Bills and the refs? I know you're not, sir. You were playing against the Bills and your team's no good. How you got to 500 again is Mike Tomlin. How there are any rumors or suggestions that he should go is one thing. I get it with coaches. I use Andy Reid as this example. Is sometimes when you keep and Mike McCarthy could be this example too. Sometimes you're really good at getting to a spot, but you can't get past that spot. And that's why Andy Reid could get to the NFC Championship game, but he couldn't win a Super Bowl. And Mike McCarthy can have twelve and five regular seasons, but he can't advance in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin, Steelers fans would tell you can't get us to a Super Bowl again, but I don't think he's playing with like the same hand as some of these other. He's getting to the final table with with two sixes and uh, you know maybe Jack three. You know he's scratching his claw on his way when everybody else is getting pocket rockets or you know two Johnnies, three Jacks and a pair of nines. Little OAR. So again, my reference, my uh, standings. I think the Buccaneers have the most house money because I'm not sure, but he realizes they're in the playoffs. The Texans, the Packers, the Lions, the Lions who are at home, but I think have less pressure because they already overcame their pressure. Like if the Bills win this weekend, 
I think that will actually lower the pressure a little bit. Just like it did with the Lions. I take the Chiefs at four, Niners at three, Ravens at two, Bills at one. Uh, how about you guys, Samter, Kovacs, where are you guys with uh, Bart's barometer today? So, yeah, it's interesting. I think the Bills are are pretty pretty much the definite ones that are the most pressure. I, I would say the Niners are pretty close, though. Like, this is a chance for them. You know, we've seen a bunch of seasons where they're either the best team in the NFC or one of the two best teams in the NFC, but have not gone over the hump yet. So, I think for me, those two teams, again, the Bills speak for themselves. The Chiefs are down this year. They actually host the Chiefs for one, so... I definitely think the Bills are, are, are one in the 49ers, too. Um, Ravens? Where do we put the Ravens? Yeah, so for me, I got the Ravens one. Um, listen, I get that the Bills have that pressure, but it feels like with the way they started the season, what's happening now, if they were to lose to the Chiefs, yeah, there'd be a disappointment, but they'd be like, man, we, we fired our offensive coordinator, we went on this run, we were red hot, we just fell to the Chiefs again, but like... There was doom and gloom in Buffalo. It felt like they had to blow it up. Fire Sean McDermott. Like, revamp this whole thing. Maybe Josh Allen's not the guy. You know what? Like, I think this season kind of turned it around. So even if they lose or they don't win it, I, th- I think that there's optimism there uh, with the season. 49ers, the same thing. You know, Brock Purdy, first full season. If he's healthy, if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, I feel like there's still optimism. They're still young. They still have an opportunity to, like, win more. The Ravens have been here. They're a veteran team. Lamar Jackson has so many questions to answer. Like, say you will about Josh Allen. He's won playoff games. Uh, Brock Purdy and the 49ers have been to Super Bowls and NFC Championship games. Lamar Jackson, every single time he's been favored in the playoffs, has fallen short. And while John Harbaugh has that championship, it's been a while. And now his you know, big brother is breathing down his neck. So mm-hmm. who knows what happens? Like, maybe John needs to kind of re-cement the Harbaugh name with Jim winning the national championship. I think the Ravens by far have the most pressure uh, and, and honestly, I don't even think it's close. And I, and I love Lamar. I want Lamar to win. But the other part of me is like, is there anybody rooting against the Texans? So even though I love Lamar and I want the Ravens to win, I don't want them to. I don't want them to win. I want the Texans to go. Is there anybody rooting against anybody? Like who? Who's the team that maybe the Chiefs? People are tired of the Chiefs. But I, I think that from a national spot, you know, unless you're like a rival of one of these teams. Who who's hateable? That's Who, a great point. Nobody is. Well, I think I think you made the point. I'm just stealing it from you. No, see, I, yeah, well, I'm not anti Ravens. I'm just pro Texans. I love what they're doing there. Yeah, I mean, even like if you hate the Packers, I, I don't know. There's a lot of teams that. Uh... But even if you hate the Packers, don't you have to like love them for what? Jordan Love, uh, pun intended, is doing, and the fact that they got rid of Aaron Rodgers, and they they like as soon as they got rid of Aaron Rodgers, boom, skyrocketing right back to the top. Like so, we you have can... to love the Packers for what they're doing, even if you hate them for what they've been. I, I thank you. I appreciate that. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's get an update from Rich Ackerman. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler in for Zach today. JR Sport Brief Show coming up next. And then after that on CBS Sports Radio is the Bart Winkler Show. Although tonight it'll be David Shepard. I could do, if I did this show and that show, that's seven hours. That's not even an eight-hour day. But mm, three hours in radio is like eight in real life. This This is what I always tell people. They're like, do you only work four hours a day? I go, no, no, no. Four is like four is like nine. It's, 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 it's once you're in radio. If you're in radio, you'll get it. If you're not, you're like, you only work four hours. No, no, no. And then the great part, the great part about sports radio is that all these games that I want to watch anyway, it's work. It, it's it's work. Yes, I'm gonna watch these football games anyway. Yes, I'm gonna bet on these games anyway. Yes, I'll probably have a few cocktails during them anyway, but it's all under the name of work. And that's what makes us pros. And it's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pete in Punta Gorda, Florida, has a question. He wants to know, where do you guys think Jim Harbaugh will land? You can submit your questions each and every day by tweeting at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Then think O'Reilly Auto Parts for your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Where does he land? The Chargers seem to be the favorite. And the interview he had with them, uh, he had an interview with Atlanta, which again, I don't know how long these interviews are. I mean, just like, what do you need to, what, what, what do you want to ask me? Everything I've ever done is documented. What do you, what do you want to ask me? It's nice to like meet the person, but what do you want to ask me? I don't think that the Chargers job is as attractive as I think the narratives say it is. Like with Belichick, when we're talking about him for so long, well, he's got to go to the Chargers. He's got to go to the Chargers. That's the most attractive job. Okay, why? Justin Herbert. Hmm. Uh, what's reason number two? What? I said, what's reason number two? What besides Harbaugh makes that job attractive? Or uh, <laughs> Herbert. Um, nothing. They've got a lot of guys that are either going to be free agents or are making a lot of money. They're going to be in some cap situation. The fan base is not great. So maybe the Chargers really want Jim Harbaugh. Like, Jim Harbaugh will bring some people in. 
You know, we got some Michigan alum out here and whatever, you know, whatever they want to do there. They share a stadium. Uh, I don't know. It's super easy to like get to any of these places. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that that's as an attractive draw as it's getting painted out to be. If, if Harbaugh's coming to the NFL, which we assume that he will be, what he wants to do is win a Super Bowl, the thing he's never been able to do. Got close, hasn't done it. He, he And he can leave Michigan. Now's a good time to leave Michigan because he's done it all. But if he's going to leave, the goal is to win a Super Bowl. Can he look at the Chargers as a place where he thinks he can win, let's say, in three years? And if that's the answer, then I think he could maybe find himself there. Atlanta's interesting, too. Um, Atlanta's interesting because it's like you have everything else, especially on offense, but the quarterback. So maybe, and there was a report that the Raiders want to do this. I think they got to they gotta stay with Antonio Pierce. I mean, I know it's a great free agent market of coaches, but that's a guy who clearly has made a difference. Clearly, the players want. They have said it. That's a that's a big thing. A big thing with the coaches is, and people would ask us this about Harbaugh is, what makes him such a good coach? And I think that you know a lot of these coaches, they have similar work ethic, they have similar drive. The information that they have is available to them. I think it helps when you've played a position, you can understand more about that position, and kind of like guide JJ McCarthy, let's say, in ways that that maybe a non-quarterback couldn't. But guys just want to play for him. You know, I I don't know that the average college football fan says, I like Jim Harbaugh, and a lot of people don't like Michigan, and there was all the stuff around them this year. But Jim Harbaugh, the guys that play for Jim Harbaugh, play for Jim Harbaugh. And will that translate to the pros? We'll see. But if Jim Harbaugh wants to win a Super Bowl, maybe he goes to Atlanta Convinces him to draft JJ McCarthy, and rides there because those two are, are they like they're like enamored with each other. I, I don't think they want to play anywhere else. I think it's it's almost it's almost more likely that those two end up being together again in some way, shape, or form than it is that LeBron James ever takes the court with his son Bronny, which is a certified lock. Certified lock. LeBron will play anywhere. If it's to play with his son, even if like the whole NBA decides I ain't good enough to play here, then he'll go play somewhere else. LeBron will do it. He wants to play with his kid. LeBron, man, I I still watch him. I still think we take him for granted. I know his whole life we're comparing him to Jordan, which is, I mean, if you're, if you're comparing someone to Jordan and having that discussion, is that not enough? Like, do we need to settle on a one or a two? If, is that not enough for like, wow, this guy's pretty good. Let's enjoy him. While he's here, so I, I think that Harbaugh. But I don't. I don't know. Does he want to coach in Atlanta? And what's more open right now? Where's a better path to get into the playoffs? Where's a better path to get into the Super Bowl? Maybe Atlanta. Maybe the NFC. Just look at the quarterbacks in the playoffs: Lamar, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Stroud. That's the AFC. You want to compete there? NFC. Jordan Love's good. Brock Purdy's good. Jared Goff's pretty good. Uh, Baker Mayfield's playing good. But is that the same thing? Nah, it's not. 
It's not the same thing. Speaking of, um, well, I guess nothing, but I'll just transition. Speaking of the NFL, I could say, Hard Knocks has to pick its team. And Hard Knocks, the thing about Hard Knocks is I think there's now more drama for uh, who's who's going to be forced to do it than there is who actually watches it. I know the Dolphins one. I've seen a lot of clips of the Dolphins one. The in-season one is maybe even better than the preseason one, but the preseason one's on in training camp when we're all getting excited and, like, there's nothing else going on. All right? Like, The Last Dance was a good documentary, but why did we all watch it? It was literally the only sports there was at that time. There was nothing going on. There were no games. And so every Sunday night, we would settle in and watch a story about a thing we already knew because we needed to. Uh, but Hard Knocks so, shows you as it's happening, just two days later, like, boy, I wonder what it was like in that Dolphins locker room after that cold game that they lost. Well, now you know. Now you know. So the in-season is actually better than the preseason, but I'm not sure how many people like flock to watch this. I watched the first Jets one this year, and then I watched the second one, and then I was done. I mean, the the Jets one this year was an infomercial. They reluctantly agreed to it, which they had to, because there's qualifications to do it. You you have to not have a new coach or make the playoffs or or stuff like that. So right now, unless the Bears fired their coach to get out of this, the Bears, Broncos, and Saints would be the three teams that don't have the option of saying no. A team can volunteer and say, hey, look, we'll be on hard knocks. I don't know why they would do it, but they can. The NFL can also say, like, hey, guys, can we – I know you're not – we don't have to, but we'd really like the story here. Can we do that? And a team can do that. But in terms of a training camp that I want to see the ins and outs of, I think I would have to go with the Bears of those three, Bears, Broncos, and Saints. Saints, I just flat out don't really care. Um, I don't think there's ever been a more, like, non-playable character as a head coach than Dennis Allen. Is Dennis Allen going to be the coach there in two years? Probably not. Is he going to be the coach? Is he going to be like the Saints' great coach? No, he's just there guiding the ship. After Peyton left, they promoted him. He's going eight and nine. I mean, the Saints are, and I thought the Saints should have won that division because everybody else was bad. But Saints did nothing. I don't want to see them. The Bears, I do want to see, especially what's going on. Their decision at quarterback is so interesting. And it did start to look like it was trending where maybe Justin Fields could keep that job. I do think that Packers game, one way or another, was going to influence the decision more than it should have. Again, that's what I want to tell Bears fans. Bears fans, Bears organization, you got to focus on yourself. Everyone that ever gets hired there, every quarterback that they ever draft, every coach they ever sign, Within minutes, they're always talking about how we're going to beat the Packers. Just don't worry about the Packers. Stop making them your focus. I'm telling you, as as a Packers fan, I'm telling you this. As as I'm trying to help you. So the drama around the number one pick, and then seeing him come in, and if they do somehow keep Fields, uh, I mean, there's going to be so many stories that'll write itself. So that I think would be the good one. Um, the Broncos one, I want I like. I'm not even going to watch it, and I might cancel my subscription uh, to Max, which I actually, I would just log out then because I'm on my buddy's subscription. So I would just log out and have him change his password. I don't want to ever accidentally see it. I don't want to ever accidentally see Sean Payton knowing he's got cameras on him ever again. 
I never really liked Sean Payton as a coach. I always thought that he was a little overrated. Then he went on TV, and I was like, I kind of like this guy. I call it the Urban Meyer effect. I never really liked Urban Meyer. Boy, do I love him on Fox. I really do. I like him. Um, and then he went back into coaching, and he sucked again. He was a jerk. Then he goes back to Fox, and I guess who likes Urban Meyer again? Me. And if Sean Payton never goes back on TV, maybe I'll like him again. But the way that he acts as a coach, it's just like these guys that are – you don't have to be tough guy coach. Arthur Smith was this way with Atlanta. Get him out of there. These coaches that try to be like small town high school, win the championship every year. Yeah, I coach, I coach uh, GR, I teach geography, but I got interns all the time. I'm just going to boss everybody around and they're going to name the stadium after me like three different times. Like, we, we don't need to do this. Just because you're a head football coach doesn't mean like you own football. And I feel like Sean Payton acts that way. Just coach your team. Stop worrying about what happened before. You you made Russell Wilson a robot sympathetic. How? I don't know. So I don't want to see I don't want to see them. All right, JR Sport Brief show coming up. Thanks to Samter. Thanks to Kovacs. Uh please wish Zach Gelb the speediest of recoveries. Cause I want to take a nap at this time tomorrow. And do the uh, late night show. 855-212-4227. I'm Bar Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.